What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Fridays special edition. It's a special birthday edition. Today is my birthday. I turned 34 years old and uh, 34 years young and um, loving life, man. How you feeling, my brother? I'm feeling great, man. Happy birthday. That's thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yes, sir. We were supposed to. We were supposed to uh, record. Yeah, actually, we did record yesterday, but. Technical difficulties and everything like that. It happens. It happens to the best of us. Damn sure happened to me a million times. I guess it happened to me again. So, yo, but we back and we about to have it flowing today. Back in this bitch, just like 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 we never left. Like we never left. But before we get started, <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply eBay, eBay sneakers. From Red Dead Stock to the latest release, you can find the exact sneaker you're looking for on eBay. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go cop the the pair you've been eyeing. And with eBay's authenticity guarantee, a team of independent professional authenticators perform a rigorous inspection of the sneakers you purchase before they're sent to you. So you can shop confidently knowing your pair is the real deal. And for the sneaker sellers out there, eBay has eliminated selling fees on sneakers $100 and up, making it free to sell or flip your collection. With other sites taking in as much as 25%, you're going to have a lot more extra money left for more sneakers. Check out ebay.com sneakers today. In partnership with eBay, Armchair Media will be raffling off four custom-made sneakers. Each purchase you make before March 31st through ebay.com slash sneakers will enter you into a drawing for a pair of one-of-one Air Force One low tops. Just send a screenshot of your purchase to at Armchair Media on Twitter or Instagram. That's ebay.com slash sneakers. And then bet online. You got the ACC tournament. You got NBA basketball coming back, MLB coming back. You got uh, hockey. Everything moving right now. Bet online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. 
head to the website, use your mobile device, sign up today. Promo code is armchair and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts. Mike Young, coach of the year in the ACC. People keep saying that the ACC was down. They can kiss my ass. It don't matter. Mike Young bringing in that hallway. How you feel about that? I love it. And honestly, I don't really buy the whole ACC is down. I think, like, obviously the big teams like North Carolina and Duke were down this year. But I think overall yeah. competition, competition's still the same. You can't tell me, like, oh, they're bad. So that, that makes it so, you know, take something away from Virginia Tech. I think he still is doing a great job as coach. We beat some teams outside of the conference, too. The Villanova game was no fluke. Um, Facts. So I think it's well-deserved that, that he got coach of the year. Facts. In a year where we we was having games postponed and canceled, and a lot of teams didn't know when they would play their next game, and contact tracing, and all kinds of crazy, goofy shit going on and for uh, – Young to be able to navigate those tough waters is admirable. Shout out to Mike Young. When he got hired, I said, Who the fuck is that? What the fuck is Wofford? You know, but um Right. Nah man, bro came in, he coaching, he 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 got memes and gifts and shit of him eating popcorn and vabbing and all kinds of flash shit, man. Mike Young yeah. right now is our Lord and Savior. Shout out to Mike Young, man. I, I think something else that's pretty cool, too, is a lot of people in the comment section for when he won Coach of the Year were talking about how they were pissed off that we had so many canceled games. Um, but I think the flip side of that is Michigan State had a bunch of canceled games. They were locked down for, like, two weeks, and they came back flat as shit. They couldn't play. They were losing games. And Mike Young's team, whenever they hit something and they come back, they seem to be playing well. They don't have that setback that other teams have. So I think in a way it's almost a positive that he can still have a good team while dealing with COVID and, and having some setbacks. Yeah. While losing uh, Landis Nolly before the season to transfer. Because yeah, that probably Jaylen, would have been our Yeah, Jalen Cohn. Yeah, and Jalen Cohn. Yeah, you lose possibly your best two scorers, you know. I don't know what Nolly ended up doing at Memphis, but I'm pretty sure he would have been our leading scorer at least. And that's the way the fans thought about it too. It was like everybody thought the season was not going to end up the way it was when he transferred. Even people outside of the organization thought the same thing. Everybody was putting us at like 11, 12 in the ACC rankings. Yeah. They they had us buried out here. And it's bullshit to be like, oh, the ACC is down this year because – if it really yeah. was, you should have known that before the season and not put those teams so high up in the right. rankings for the preseason rankings. All right. See, what happens is Daddy Warbucks was walking around letting our nuts hang, and they said, oh, it must be something wrong with the with the situation. No, we've been, we been that. We've been that deal. Buzz Williams, he built it up, and now we expect to beat the Dukes. In the UNCs of the world, when they bring man, listen, man, we we flexing on shit. We need our respect. LeBron James said, "I want my damn respect too." Yes, Mike Young wants his damn respect too. Absolutely, and, and we and we coming forward in the ACC tournament. Yeah, you guys will be listening. We're recording this right before the the first game of the tournament for Tech. They play in like an hour, so I don't know how that's going to end up, but hopefully they win that game and, and continue and, and get around like a a seven or an eight seed in the tournament. I think they can make a a decent run. They're going to be a scary team to play. uh, Oh yeah. Like those one and two seeds. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They're not going to listen. They is these teams going down the road is not going to want none of that pressure. They're not going to want that pressure that we apply. That's the, that's the best thing about March Madness. Like, it be them sneaky teams that you overlook and then you get punched right in the fucking forehead. Man, shout out to Mike Young, man. Shout out to all Hokies, man. People be saying that uh, this is like a negative VT podcast. Not if you ain't fucking up. And the thing is, too, a lot of Virginia Tech fans, including probably us, we were upset 
when uh, Buzz left. A lot of people were upset, but Buzz left the program yeah. in a great spot, and he really built right. the foundation for Mike Young to succeed in. Right, Buzz, Buzz, Buzz laid the def, definitely laid the foundation, and um, I mean, without Buzz Williams, we're not playing in the Sweet Sixteen with an opportunity to beat Duke and Zion of all fucking people. We got an opportunity to beat Duke and Zion. I'm in here, you know. I'm in here, fumbled the bag, but whatever. Shout out to I'm in here, but um, it was yeah, still cool to be but, there. But cool as shit to be there in the city. That game was played in Washington D.C. That's where I currently live and work. And the city was definitely bud. It was hokies everywhere. Um, I met some dope people, met some cool people that night, and everything like that. And um. Yeah, man, the vibes was big until we, you know, lost. That was kind of trash, but uh, shout shout out, shout out to VT basketball, man, breaking our hearts and shit. But I think even this year, if you know, like, if the team hadn't been struck with COVID, we might have ended up around like a four seed in the tournament. And I think that's the type of oh, team yeah. that they are. So I mean, going in as like a seven or an eight, maybe even a nine. That's scary for those teams. Cause like the town, ta- the way that this team's playing is, is different. Cause we don't have like that superstar player. It's more so just like the, the team is playing so well together. Yeah. We like the Pistons with Tayshawn, Rip, Sheed, Ben Wallace. Wasn't no superstar on the team or nothing like that. Just, I don't know. Just big vibes, man. Everybody one, all for one and one for all. They got the culture building. It's going to be interesting to see what the stadium looks like when we can get fans back there. Uh, right. You know, it's going to be popping, I feel like. Popping. Shout out to everybody going out for the uh, COVID vaccination. Godspeed. I'll let all y'all do it first. I ain't saying I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to let people do it first. Yeah, I feel the Motherf- same way. Motherfuckers could be out here with six dicks and seven arms talking about I ain't sick. Yeah, all right, cool. <laughs> You we also to... pick. We also pick up a commit. We say we ask first. Do you? Would you have to get it for your job? I work in a lot of government buildings, so I wouldn't be surprised if they said, "Listen, in order for you to get on this government site, you need to be vaccinated." But uh, it hasn't been brought to my attention yet that I have to. But uh, moving on, moving on. We pick up a commit. Braylon Moore, uh, three-star, listed as a defensive lineman, um, projected as an offensive lineman. Uh, I'm going to say the same thing about the other two commits. I don't know much about this kid. It's a warm body. Uh, I'm in wait and see. I love big kids. If kids going to be under the radar or three-stars or underranked or whatever case may be, then be big as shit. Uh, so at least he checks that box. Uh, yeah. You have any more insight on this pickup we have? Right, yeah. Caden uh, Moore, or no, Braylon Moore. His brother is Caden Moore. Uh, his brother is a tackle for Virginia Tech. And he's he's listed right now as uh, like 6'3", 290, which is pretty good size. And like you said, it's just nice to have, you know, warm body, pretty big, pretty big kid. If we want to put him on the O-line, he could play there. D-line, we could play there too. So like you said, we don't really know much about the kid, but we'll see how he pans. Right, right, and that and that boosts Virginia Tech's recruiting class, the 2022 cycle, to number 32. Uh, it's March. That means absolutely nothing right now, but um, for some people, that's a big deal. Being after the last couple, the last two cycles, we was in the 70s, and then we was in the 40s. So, where do you, where do you think the class is gonna end up this year? 30. In that 30 to 35, I think we're. Sitting here at 32, we're going to sit in this zone uh, the entire cycle. I don't think that I don't think they're going to pick up. There's not going to be people keep acting like, oh, it's early, but I don't see any momentum trending towards us getting into the top 25. Right. Um, And I think regardless of even where we finish nationally, I think we're probably going to finish four, maybe even five in the ACC coastal. Um, there's still going to be teams that are out recruiting us. Like I'm talking about like Miami, uh, North Carolina and um, 
Yeah. yeah. They're going to be doing a better job. They already are by a lot. So. Yeah, we'll, we'll be uh, fighting it out with UVA. Fighting it out with UVA over that tier of that tier of recruiting. Um, I argue about recruiting all the time. A, a lot of Hokie fans don't get it. They think recruiting is just getting people, and it's not. It's getting a group of kids, a group of personalities and talent, and bringing that all together. And that group of kids, it sets the foundation for a real live, whether, even if that's just the ACC title run or something. But it seems like Fuente, over the last two or three cycles, he just grabs kids from here and there, and they got no rapport. Nobody knows each other. It's, it's just a bunch of kids. Right. What do you think was, yeah. like, the last class where they pulled together, like, a solid foundation of kids that could, like, mesh together and play well with each other? What do you think that was? I can't put a year on it. I, I cannot put a year on it. Um, but I just remember a time where it felt like they would get kids all from the same. It seemed like they all knew each other coming in, like like certain freshman classes, whether they grew up together or not. It just seemed like they was all one click. Right. You know, like, okay, this, these guys are clicked up. But um, what I guess, year was all the NC to VT stuff? That I would be the last time. 20, uh, might have been 2017 when. Yeah. Because that was when it was a DJ Crossing, Trey Turner, Hannon Hooker. Yes. And then that the was year. the last. That was the last time I would say, okay, they bought in a group of kids where it was like, it might not have even been the same cycle. It might have been like two cycles where it was like Adonis Alexander and Mook Reynolds and all them, that whole NC to VT movement, which nobody shitted on, by the way. Um, this never was a. <laughs> The whole Texas thing was stupid because it didn't make sense. The NC thing, NC to VT made perfect sense. That was the issue. But uh, they, those two cycles, those two cycles was the last time I seen like a cohesive unit before they even took the field. No, I agree. And I think the thing about the North Carolina one is at least when you're recruiting in North Carolina, you're taking, you know, players away from schools like North Carolina as opposed to okay, we're taking kids from Texas, but, like, our competition is not in Texas. So it's not like we're stealing recruits. We wouldn't even we wouldn't even stealing kids from Texas like the Longhorns, though. We was right. taking kids from Tulsa. We, we was eating off of – we was eating off of uh, UTEP. Like, we was we was going out to kids UTEP would have took. Like, it like, man, that cap-ass shit they was doing over there in Texas, wasting my time. But – but this is a this is a this this is not a recruiting episode. But uh, yeah, man, we picked up a we picked up Braylon Moore. Uh, wait and see, Mo. On the on the on the hype meter, it doesn't generate shit. Anybody trying to fake hype that shit, <laughs> grow up, Peter Pan. Um, any any last closing comments on Braylon Moore is VT recruiting. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, they, I think they're doing a pretty decent job as like this far in the recruiting in terms of doing what they can with the way that Fuente's outlook is looking right now. But um, there's still a lot of time left. And if we think about last year at this time, we thought our class was going to look completely different than when it ended up being. So it's hard for me to get excited mm -hmm. or even um, confident in these kids when, I mean, we had a complete recruiting shift in june of last year and so right. you know, we're a while away we'll just see you know how they pan and if they end up signing and all that bullshit all right we're gonna keep our eyes we're gonna keep on our, our recruiting for y'all we're gonna keep y'all posted on what's going on man listen just gonna get the real deal if they can't recruit for shit we're gonna say it man we ain't got time to be fluffing bullshit man they don't well well the, the school doesn't pay any of us regardless but they don't pay us to fucking hype dumb shit. <laughs> You're not gonna get dumb hype over here. You gonna get that real deal. We don't. Yes, we don't sir. even play. We don't even play in that foo foo. So uh, 
stranded in Atlanta. This was a story <laughs> that this was a story that popped off over the All Star Weekend, where uh this young lady booked a one way ticket to Atlanta for All Star Weekend, and figured when her unemployment hit, she she could that would be her money to get home. And when her four hundred dollars hit her account, her unemployment did not hit. And she was stuck out there. I, I don't know where she slept. I don't know if she slept in a mud, slept under a truck, <laughs> slept under under an overpass, stayed in zone six somewhere, fucking with the zookeeper. That's a uh, crackhead's going wild for all my uh black people. For the five black listeners, they know what crackhead's going wild is. They were fucking. With, she was fucking with the zookeeper. We don't know, but she had a GoFundMe. Raised sixteen hundred dollars. I guess she was either able to come home, or it was a scam, well played. <laughs> what say you? Yeah, that's hilarious. I mean, I think she definitely went down knowing damn well that she was gonna pull this stunt. I mean, there's no way that she just got stranded and was just, oh, I'm waiting for my unemployment to hit. I think she definitely. Yeah, what did. kind of bit? Well, who who books a one way flight in hopes that? money is going to get deposited. Like, that's too risky. Yeah, and the All-Star Weekend is only, like, three days, too. It's fast. It's a quick turnaround. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like she was going to stay there for some weeks or whatever and figure it out. It was like, we're going for the weekend. I'm coming back. If I don't get the money, then I'm fucked. I mean, let's say, okay, let's say she, okay, she wanted to do Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday and come back Monday. That's what, for Still wouldn't wait on unemployment to hit in that little four or five day window. And that's yeah. the weekend too. Like most of that's the weekend. You're not gonna be getting your money. Some risky shit. That's risky as hell. Hopefully, which I know she wasn't doing. Hopefully she 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 flew down there to sell pussy. That 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 would be my hope. If if you are and I'm speaking to my sex workers and I'm speaking to my strippers. I'm speaking to my 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 prostitutes, my OnlyFans women. Listen, don't go to All Star Weekend if you not selling pussy. You trying to tell me that you would go across the country, or you would take a flight just to go just to go hang out in a club so you could say you stood next to not an All Star NBA player? The fuck is Wasting your fucking time, mamas. Go get your money. You go, you go down. Listen, if you go down to All Star Weekend and you catch who is a C tier NBA player, man, let me see, let me see. These these niggas is kind of weird these days. A a third tier, not an All Star, not a borderline All Star, but just a motherfucker in the league with a familiar face. Um. J.R. Smith. J.R. Smith. He ain't even. I need somebody currently in the league. Uh, uh, I don't know. Devontae Graham. We can't disrespect no Hornets on this podcast. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, we can't disrespect no Hornets. Shout out. Hey, all, listen. All Hood City. We coming for all that. We're going to talk about my Leonard, my <laughs> Leonard later. Uh, <laughs> let me see. Is Michael Beasley still in the league? No. I think he's Damn, out. Damn, this is this this is harder than I thought. <laughs> uh, motherfucker in the league. Okay, Kentavious Caldwell Pope. Let's take KCP. Shout out to KCP. Now listen here, mamas. All my sex workers. If you flew to All Star Weekend from your hometown or wherever you live in, just to go to a club and see Kentavious Caldwell fucking Pope and take a picture of him for your Snapchat and you care your you carried your ass back home to Biloxi, Mississippi, or wherever the fuck you living at. You spent all that money. You wait. You wasted your time, mamas. But if you went down to All Star Weekend and you sold Kentavious Caldwell Pope some pussy, you in there? You made a bag. You went down there for a reason. We got to start getting these women to get smarter and start chasing the bag. Even if you went down there and fucked them for free, hopefully you got pregnant. Then you got the super bag. But mamas, <laughs> don't go down. Don't go down there 
and blow all your money just to go party. Like, we got to start chasing the bag. It's 2021, mamas. We need more. We need better pussy management. Don't go down there to look at no NBA player. Go down there and fuck you one and get to the bag. If you ain't going down there with that on your mind, you might as well stay your ass and try to think of a random ass town. I don't know. Humble, Texas. Stay your ass in Humble, Texas. And 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 we're and and then and shout out to all the grandmas. Shout out to all the grandmas that gotta watch all these badass kids. Why why they daughter is going down the All Star Weekend to get trains ran on them by randos? You get your grandma fifty dollars to put in her, and you come back with an Atlanta T shirt for your grandma while she raised your badass kids so you can go get ran through in Atlanta and Las Vegas and wherever they had an All-Star Weekend at. We got to put some respect on the grandma's names too because they out here taking care of your churn while you out here trying to look at Kentavious Caldwell fucking Pope and get ran through by some low-tier rappers. Get it together, mamas. Get that shit together. Any any other comments, concerns, questions? You you think uh do you think this girl went down there with the intention of starting this GoFundMe? Like do you think it was her master plan or you think she just bullshitting? I I hope that was the plan. I hope this was all a, a well executed scam because we salute scammers here at Don V Fridays. Hopefully this was all just some well executed scam and she didn't spend one day in Atlanta. I bet, yeah, there's a there's a possibility that she was just never in Atlanta, and I would believe that. And them I mean, other people it, that started them GoFundMe's definitely wasn't in Atlanta. Yeah, I mean, also you got to be a dumb motherfucker to give her money on GoFundMe. I'm right. not blaming her. Right, people was leaving her comments like they would send five dollars and they say with your big ass. <laughs> Man, she made bank too because she it, all, all she said she needed was a flight ticket or some bullshit. A flight ticket right. is what two hundred, three hundred dollars, if that. And she right. made like two grand. Right, and 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 I'm pretty sure if she was stuck, she paid seventy five dollars for a Spirit flight. Just so they, yeah, you know, Spirit, Front they probably here. just gave her ass a parachute. Bitch, get out the plane. <laughs> they go, they go, they go. Your stop, mamas. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck out the play. They hear Air Force Wonder ass. <laughs> Either that or she got on the Chinese bus. Shout out to everybody riding the Chinese bus in the pandemic. You are fucking crazy. Anybody ride listen, I've rode the Chinese bus. I'm not I rode the dog. I rode the Chinese bus. There's some characters on the Chinese bus. Let me tell you. I call the Chinese bus. From Washington, D.C. to Hampton, Virginia. And I don't know if I should even tell this story on the podcast, but I'll just say a woman attempted to meet to me on the back of the Chinese bus. I'm going to just leave it at that. <laughs> Crazy shit, man. There you go. <laughs> the things that happen on the dog, that's the Greyhound for the, the yeah. things that happen on the dog and the things that happen on the Chinese buses across America. There should be a documentary, a 30 for 30 on the shit that goes down on on the Chinese bus and and, and on the dog. I've only <laughs> taken a bus by once in my life from like Michigan City to Chicago. And it was not a good experience. And I was only like 12 years old. It was weird. Mm. It was weird. It was more sketchy than uh than like a train or some shit. Absolutely. 100%. All I'm talking about some of the lowest of the low ride the bus faithfully. I mean, up and down the highways. Make the, I mean, you talk about motherfuckers that be smoking crack. You talking about motherfuckers that's on meth. All the drugs you can find, best believe you're going to find it on the Chinese bus. Shout out shout out to the Chinese bus drivers. But uh, let's move on. Let's move on. eBay sneakers. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. 
That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Whether well, Rare Dead Stock or the latest release, find the exact shoe you're looking for on eBay. With eBay's authenticity guarantee, your sneakers are meticulously by independent professional authenticators team of experience sneak authenticators verify the box logo stitching and dozens of other inspection points each sneaker also receives an authenticity guarantee tag that includes a digital stamp of authenticity and is customized with the sneakers details authenticity guarantee also protects sellers with a verified return process it's free to sell sneakers a hundred dollars and up on ebay in partnership with eBay, Armchair Media will be rafting off four custom-made sneakers. Each purchase you make before March 31st through ebay.com sneakers will enter you into a drawing for a one-of-one pair of Air Force One low tops. Just send a screenshot of your purchase to arm, at Armchair Media on Twitter and or Instagram. And also, Bet Online, ACC Tournament, College Basketball, NBA. NHL, boxing, UFC, y'all know the sports. They all in full swing. Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up. Head to the website, use your mobile device today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. The promo the promo code is armchair. Bet online, your online sports book experts. What's going on with Miles Leonard, man? All right, so he's on Twitch streaming Call of Duty, I think, and he's like running somebody down, they kill his ass, and he just screams this like this racist slur towards Jews. And I didn't even understand the slur at the time. I had to look it up to figure out what it was. But it's old as shit. Mm-hmm. I was surprised that he even said it. Uh, but as of today, they just suspended him for like a week, fined him like 50K. Um, mm-hmm. But you you can't be doing that. You got to be careful when you're streaming online like, like that. People, people say some outlandish shit when they play in video games. You got to be right. careful, especially if you got a name attached to your shit and your face on it. <laughs> right, it's. I don't want to act like I'm. I'm excusing, you know, Myers Leonard for using that type of language on the stream, but that you know we we're all we all come from the video game culture, where like people just say reckless shit. Um, but most of the people, well, ninety percent of the people that used to say the reckless shit in Xbox lobbies and Call of Duty and all these games, they was nobody. <laughs> they wasn't, the damn show wasn't streaming. So it's like yeah. a part of me saying like, that's just, that's just how it is. But another part of me is like, bruh, like, come on, man. You gotta be, you gotta be smarter than to say the shit on stream. Right. <laughs> hey. Especially when you get like a reputation to uphold and shit like that. Right. You can't be doing that. I mean, if he was just playing by himself, nobody knew who he was. Right. He wouldn't be in this, like, you know what I mean? We Get have this that shit off, my boy, because trolling is a part of gaming. You know, a lot of people don't want to say that, but trolling is part of it. And I'm black. I've been black my whole life. I'm the black. Like, I've been called a nigger on Xbox Live a million times. It comes with it. Uh, if you are black and you play Xbox or PlayStation, you're going to get called all kinds of spook, coon, moon cricket. Uh, what's another one they like to call you? All that shit. 
chimp, monkey, gorilla, like that's just part of it. So black people that game, the ones that ain't 12, are conditioned to hear the bullshit, especially when you play games like Call of Duty, Fortnite, like the shooters. Yeah. Um so so maybe maybe black people are kind of desensitized to it. The ones that game regularly, not like a casual kid that gets on, they probably are traumatized by the shit, but no, I've heard yeah, some ridiculous dude. shit like that too. I mean, it's all over every Absolutely. game. You, if you play Madden 2K, any of that, right. you'll, you'll hear. I mean, I've even heard white people calling other white people racial slurs and shit. It's ridiculous. All right. But like my Leonard. Exactly. It's, it is part of like gaming. You know that going in. But at the same time, right. you got to be careful. Like, you can't be saying that, especially if you're Myers Leonard or anybody with a yeah, reputation. If you're Myers Leonard. Don V can do that shit. But Miles Leonard can't do that shit. Uh, yeah, talking shit, talking shit to people, and playing game. And I don't play Call of Duty. I'm not really good at the shooters. But uh, talking shit to people, whether it gets you going or it it makes your opponents fuck up, or maybe a lot of people just troll for their own entertainment. To be right. honest, like they just troll just to make themselves laugh. And maybe that's what Miles Leonard was doing. I think. Uh, a fifty thousand dollar fine, a a week suspension, and um uh, and a public apology. I me, I'm not Jewish, so I wasn't offended by what he was what he said, but I feel like that's a good enough punishment. Uh I think we so don't have too. Any, we don't have any Jewish guests to be offended by the shit, so I don't want to speak for them, but you know, they'll be all right. right. <laughs> you know? I, I think that's more I feel like that's a good enough uh punishment per se for him and right you the embarrassment yeah. loss of loss of money i'm pretty sure they took his twitch oh and, yeah, for sure he's not gonna be and, streaming anytime soon ever again yeah, that's, that's over with he probably don't even want to stream no more honestly and, uh, if i'm a professional athlete i'm staying away from streaming on twitch i don't know i, I mean like- i think they can do it without saying Type, that type of shit. Oh, I mean, they, def- like, they definitely can, but I feel like they just. Yeah. I, feel like they, I mean, that's just I mean, something that if you only say what you like, you only say either when you streaming or whatever you do in life, you say what's in your vocabulary. So even if he was pissed off or whatever, you don't go there when you pissed off. Yeah. That's why it was weird that, to me too when you say like it's in his vocabulary because it was such a like a weird word. You know what yeah, I mean? it's like you you I mean, only say what's in your vocabulary. Like twenty minutes before he said it, and he thought that was some flash shit. Yeah, like, oh yeah, I'm about oh yeah. He said I'm about to take this one out for a spin. Yeah, <laughs> that, that motherfucker. He was what? Yeah, he was out of pocket. But you only say what's in your vocabulary or something that you think is some flash shit. Like, I heard a great analogy to this whole Myers Leonard thing to the to the people that was defending him saying, oh, it was just in heat of the moment or, thing, or it's gaming and you, you just say stuff. But the best analogy I heard to all this is somebody t- said, if I, if I hit my toe against a wall, I'm not going to start speaking Polish just because <laughs> it's the heat of the moment. Like, I don't speak Polish. Like, you just say what you say. You say what you say. You don't sit and think. It's just whatever comes. You know what I mean? Whatever comes out. So that's something you say all the fucking time for something you think is some flash shit. Right. And that's what comes out when you play video games too and you start raging like that. He was pissed. He was mad, man. He wasn't trolling. He was mad, man. Right. He like threw his headset down and shit. Trust and believe you, me. We all been there playing them video games. But uh... (laughs) Damn sure wasn't streaming. I, yeah, listen, I, I can't sit up here and judge them. I just said some foul shit to people over the internet. Maybe I'm the last person. Maybe <laughs> I'm the last person to be sitting here judging Myers Leonard. But uh, yeah. Yeah, but you don't play in the NBA though. I don't play in the NBA, but hey, sorry, Myers Leonard. That's responsibility you accepted. But let me tell you something. If Don V Fridays ever blew up to national levels, I would have to delete my Twitter account. <laughs> yeah, motherfuckers ain't gonna cancel me. Hell yeah. no. Not if I'm finally getting to a real bag. Oh no. 
Mob let's is start coming. Twitter mob is coming. <laughs> let's start this thing over from scratch. I'm gonna have to use the whole. See, that was just the way it was. Yeah, times were different. Times was different. You could call people that back then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm the I'm the only person that's gonna get canceled in the future. See it. What else going on in the world? Meghan Markle. Meghan Markle out here. Shout out to Meghan Markle. We stand our beige queens. We stand any woman the color waffle batter. Shout out to Meghan Markle. Uh, how you feel about that royal family shit? I think it's just ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Because, I mean, they're concerned that, what, that the baby's not going to be 100% English or some bull or white, literally white. Mm-hmm. And the baby came out looking like white as shit, ginger. The baby, I'm pretty sure the baby is ginger. That baby came out looking like soy milk. Yeah, <laughs> they get the fuck over that dumb they're ass all, shit. They're, they're looking at that baby right. like it's fucking Michael Blackson or some shit. That yeah. baby right. looked like that baby looked like grits. He's not playing with me. Some bullshit. And at the same time, like it's always like we had this conversation yesterday about. How, like, the old school racism was you don't want to marry, white people don't want you marrying somebody that's not white because they don't want to buy your baby. And then right. now, now they pissed off in like 2021 about a baby who is as white as shit, like, doesn't look anything different. Right. Baby, that baby out here looking like a uh, Similac. And they out here talking about, man, like, the baby looked like fucking. Who the blackest nigga? Black ass, like that baby look like Dennis Schroeder or somebody. Stop <laughs> playing with me, man. Yeah. That baby, listen, man. That baby is make make. First of all, uh, English people, and to the people that subscribe to this notion that if you're not, if you don't have two white parents, that makes you a black person. Megan Markle is biracial. She is mixed. She is not black. You are not going to put a picture of Meghan Markle up next to Issa Rae and say, yeah, that's the same. Stop playing with us. Black parent and white parent makes biracial. Yeah, I think that's where a lot of the racism really starts to show from the English culture because, like she, like you said, she's not black; she's biracial, and the baby is not black. But they still have a problem with it. Like that's where it lies. It's like, how do you still have a problem with that? How can that still be an issue? You know what I mean? It shouldn't ever be an issue, but the fact that it's still an issue is just ridiculous. The the best thing about all of this is um, America takes all the heat for the racism because let's get it clear we our racism we racism better than we racism better than everybody our racism is top notch top tier we wrote the book on how to racism properly where where the english are the og of the racism like they right like they really started all that shit they started this gangster shit like america America just took it to another level. So if England invented the wheel, America invented the Goodyear fucking tire when it comes to racism. Right. But England still invented the wheel. I feel like a lot of people forget about England like that. And I think part of it is because England is not as big and they're not as diverse as the United States. So they just they sit back and let us take all the heat, but like they still started they that shit. They still racist as fuck. Heat. Them not having African descendants of slavery in their country. They're racist to those African people, but them not having Jim Crow and slavery and segregation and all that stuff happen in England um, kind of also takes them off the hook. Right, and I mean, the English people went down to South Africa and started that. And oh, South yeah, Africa they went to South Africa more, and took yeah. over that motherfucker. And South Africa is one of the most racist governments that I've ever Facts. seen or heard about. I mean, it's only been Facts. getting a little bit better in recent years, but the apartheid and all that bullshit from before, they literally have parts of the city just completely blocked off. 
Man, they did my man Nelson Mandela wrong. Yeah, that's facts. Shout out, shout out Nelson and Winnie Mandela, man. Legend, South African legends had my man locked down. Yeah, it's some bullshit. I feel like people are so quick to forget about the fact that the English people did that. You know what I mean? English people did that. Every, I don't think you a country. You can't declare yourself a country if you ain't go to war with England. Just name me a country that hasn't gone to war with England in some capacity for their own freedom. Nah, I can't I'll wait. think of. I mean, maybe everybody. Like, Brazil or some shit, maybe Cuba, I don't know. But everybody, everybody, there's some ties because England would run all of Europe. So if you were fucking with Spain, it's got some Europe ties as well, English ties behind it too. Everybody that went to war with England, even other white people, didn't Ireland fight them motherfuckers? Yeah, we fought those motherfuckers. Everybody <laughs> went to war with England for their own freedom. America, Ireland, uh, India. I'm pretty sure the kangaroos in Australia tried to fight them, get them the fuck out of there. Like, oh. shout out to England, man. Shout out, shout out to colonialism. Shout out to the colonizers. I mean, you even talk about, like, Hong Kong, for example. And Hong Kong was a British colony to begin with. And when they, since they've been trying to get away from China's, like, reign, They've been saying they want to be like America, and we weren't even there. It was it like that's how much they don't fuck with the English people. That they they're like fuck you guys. We're going and saying we're gonna be we're trying to be like the Americans. Trying to be like America. They want to be able to fucking eat mayonnaise sandwiches and jack off the Sarah J porn like everybody else in America. (laughs) Shout out to Sarah J, man. She gets way too much fucking disrespect on the internet. Sarah J been holding us down for. Almost 15 years. 15 years this woman held us down. And look how Twitter do her fucking shame. People are quick to forget in general. Quick to forget. When I first when I first got access to the internet, to internet porn, Sarah J guided me through those cloudy times. Sarah J got me through those dark nights. We're going to put some respect on Sarah J's name, man. That's crazy. What's going on in the world, man? We got a bunch of NFL shit about to kick off. A lot of a lot of franchise tagging, some players signed. What do you think about, uh, you know, Dak Prescott staying with the Cowboys and the amount of money that he got? I'm happy for Dak Prescott for getting a four-year contract. What was it, like $166 million? Four yeah. years, $166 million, something like that. Did I'm pr- what, I'm happy for him. Yeah. Did you see what Michael Irvin said about uh, Dak Prescott recently on ESPN? No, I didn't. What did he say? He, he said he said Dak Prescott is the closest competitor to Tom Brady in the NFL in terms of like a quarterback, which to me is kind of ridiculous. He probably. But, I mean, do you think if we're talking about? I mean, com- competitive. I mean, it's that's something that you can't. I guess, I guess if he looked like he didn't give a fuck when he was losing, I could say bullshit. But I mean, he, you, the thing about being a competitor is you can be a fiery ass competitor and lose. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If he be just his competitive spirit, it probably is. It yeah. probably is. It don't make him as good as Tom Brady. He's just saying he competes harder than anybody. It's sad of Tom Brady. That might be true. Right. Where that do you think he uh, where do you think he falls in terms of his talent versus like the other quarterbacks in the league? Like, you think Dak like, Prescott I mean, at his best is the tenth to twelfth best quarterback in the NFL. And how often do you think he's at his best? Like six games a year, maybe? Six, seven games a year. Oh, if we're getting to is he overpaid? Hell yeah. Absolutely. Let's get to He is absolutely overpaid. But this is what I've said about Dak Prescott, and I'm going to be consistent. When Matthew Stafford signed, he was the highest-paid quarterback of all time. He hadn't accomplished shit. And there was not nearly the conversation about money, uh, about Matthew Stafford's contract, when Tony Romo 
signed for his contract at, at one point. That was a big contract at that time. Ain't nobody say, ain't nobody question that. When when Joe Flacco, he had just won a Super Bowl. When Joe Flacco uh signed his contract, you know, outside of a couple people here in 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 the DMV area, people was like, Yeah, get a man his money. I've seen every quarterback from Joe Flacco to Derek fucking Carr sign these mega contracts uh for either the basis was they winning or they put up the numbers. Dak Prescott's done both. It was his right. time. The next quarterback always gets paid. Yeah. Do you think he's a uh, – how do you think – you think the, Cow- the Cowboys are going to be pretty good? I mean, they have a lot of weapons around him. So, yeah, they got a really good wide receiver core too. They probably got the best group of receivers in the NFL, which in the end I think Dak, Dak will probably at this point have the numbers to justify the contract. But maybe the wins and losses won't add up. I mean, the even last that, year before he got hurt, even last year before he broke his leg, he was putting up some good numbers. They he just was, wasn't winning. Yeah, he was leading the league in in uh, passing yards by like I think it was like six hundred yards when he got injured. Yeah. He got he got injured in like I think it was week five or six. Yeah. To be up by that much is a lot. Granted, like his his defense was garbage, and they were like, other teams were and putting up forty on shit. him. Yeah. yeah, he was balling. I mean, he was balling, uh, yeah. but the team was losing. I was kind of surprised that Jerry Judy fell all the way to them at 17 last year. I thought CD not Lamb. Jerry Judy, C- CD, CD Lamb. Lamb. Yeah, no, no, nah, nah, you straight. Yeah, but yeah, I was yeah, surprised. Yeah, CD Lamb fell, and it was one of those. You know, back in the days, it just might be before some of y'all time, some of y'all youngsters. But back in the days, Randy Moss fell to the Cowboys. And Jerry Jones didn't draft him because Randy Moss had personal off-the-field issues. Not personal issues, but off-the-field concerns. And Jerry Rice didn't draft Randy Moss. And, you know, Randy Moss turned out to be like, you know, fucking greatest receiver to ever play. And um, Jerry Jones was like, I never let some shit like that happen ever again. Like, I'm not passing on Randy Moss no more. So... It happened again in 2010. Uh, Des Bryant failed to the Cowboys. Jerry said, "Take him. Fuck that. We'll, we'll figure it out. He's off the fit. Get him a bodyguard. We'll figure it out." So, now, and that's not to say C.D. Lamb had off the field shit. I mean, he had a bat phone. He snatched his phone out of his girl's hand in draft night. But uh, that was funny as hell. Oh yeah, he said, "Man, you overstepping your boundaries. Oh, <laughs> you need to relax. You need to relax yeah. right now." But yeah, he um, looked pissed off. It was funny as shit. Oh yeah, he looked. He gave her that side eye. Hold up, now, bitch. Mm-hmm. That's that hold up now. The crazy thing about all that is, it turned out that she was Trey Young's ex. Oh really? I didn't even know that. Yeah, the plot got deeper that yeah. night. Yeah, some girl got that on makes Twitter. Sense. They both yeah, from some girl got on. Yeah, some girl got on Twitter, and um, matter of fact, Trey Young. I think he he had uh, tweeted like a laughing emoji about the situation, and yeah, some girl, I guess a friend of the girl, was like, "Oh, Trey, you're just mad because you fumbled the bag and she moved on." That's so crazy. It was a funny ass night. Shout out to Trey Young, uh, <laughs> CD Lamb, that girl, uh, the other girl who thought Trey Young fumbled the bag. When I'm pretty sure Trey Young moved on. Uh, Trey Young got the bag now, though. Yeah, a big bang, absolutely. But, but yeah, mean, shot, what even you going back, even going back to like their their wide receiver group, Michael Gallup too, I think is extremely underrated. Yeah, Gallup is a baller. Yeah, that was a. I think they found him in the third round, mm-hmm. third or fourth round a couple years ago. He probably he probably got one or two years left on his contract before they got to pay him too. I'd yeah, be surprised no, the if they got the money nice. to pay his ass because he's gonna be a. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, he yeah. had he had that stretch in the last couple of games of last season with Andy Dalton. He made he was making Andy Dalton look good. Yeah, balling. So I think Big I think the balling. Cowboys will be straight. They gotta fix their defense, but I hope Dak does well because that injury was fucked. To see. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
a compound fracture. Compound fracture. I've never had a bone sticking out of the skin. I've had a, I had my face fractured, and I've had other little nicks and shit going on. I almost lost a finger. I've had a, I had a shit ton of injuries, sports related and not sports related. But um, I've never had a compound fracture. Yeah, and I don't ever want to go through that. Yeah, that was bad. That was real bad. Yeah, he did not yeah. look good coming off the field either when he was getting carted off. It was, it was, it was right, good watch. right. Listen, I don't cry about shit, but man, I almost teared up. I had to catch myself. Like, hold up, now, nigga, you got to be a player now. Yeah, for this rich nigga, man. And that was like a couple weeks after his his brother. Well, no, his I think his brother might have passed away. Yeah, committed suicide. Committed suicide yeah. last year. And then yeah. to get injured that like that season was I mean, it must have been real tough. So I hope he's doing good. I hope he comes back and and puts yeah. up some good numbers. Right. Hopefully he got his uh his spirit right because sometimes I mean like I like I mean like we just said his brother killed himself. You know. And you would think, why the fuck would you kill yourself? Your brother has everything. But sometimes people's spirit just don't be right. It don't be about the money. It don't be about the cars. None of these hoes. None of that shit. If your mm-hmm. spirit ain't in check, none of that shit matters at the end of the day. A lot of rich people, celebrity, family members, just off they self because they, they soul ain't right. So It was that... Uh... That dude that worked for CNN that did all those, he would travel around the world. He had, like, the best job in the world. He would just travel around, eat food, and talk to people, and he committed suicide, too. Like, I think it was two, who, two years who ago. Who was that? Who uh, was that? Shit. I think his name was Andrew something. He he had his own show on CNN, and he would travel around, and... Um, and he just said, fuck it. Yeah. Hold up. Let me see. He just checked just checked out on us. Yeah, man. People be, people be straight killing yeah. themselves. Anthony Bourdain, that was it. Yeah, Vincent Jackson from Tampa. Didn't he kill himself like a week ago? Yeah, he. It, they said that it was like alcoholism. I don't know oh. how much of it might have been like C. Uh, it was the brain CTE. injury. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I don't know about that. I guess they're gonna have to study his shit. But that yeah. was sad too because he was like thirty-eight, like you said. He was young. Yeah, I, I look at any time anytime they say such and such, like the headline will say such and such found dead, I always just assume suicide because who the fuck like chokes to death like on accident or some shit. Like niggas be right. killing themselves. Exactly. It is fucked up, but yeah, like if you find let me tell y'all something. If they find me dead in my house, oh I oh I killed myself. Yeah. I must have got. Some, I must have had uh, information that the IRS was coming to uh, seize all my assets or some shit. Like, nah, yeah, let me exactly. do me before they do me. You motherfuckers well, found me in my house, dead. I killed myself. You can believe that? Exactly. Yeah, I think it's sad, but it's so sad hopefully, shit. hopefully, Dak comes back. I think he will. He's uh, he he could definitely win comeback player of the year, and that would be cool if he did that. Right, they let Alex Smith peg leg ass win it. Man, Dak Prescott definitely mm-hmm. should be up for it. Yeah, it'll probably be him and Burrow, I'd assume. Shout out to Joey Burrow, man. That Joe Burrow. Before before we get out of here, let me put some respect on Joe Burrow name. I wasn't that sold on Joe Burrow, even I want to say three or four weeks into his Heisman campaign. I was still kind of like. Man, we seen Joe Burrow. Man, get the fuck out of it. No, nah, Joe Burrow is nice. Joe Burrow yeah. is really nice. He can play. Yeah, and I'm a Bengals fan. I wasn't really sold on him until the national championship games. Well, the 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 final against Oklahoma, and then the national championship against Clemson because he dropped like seven touchdowns in both games. It was just yeah, Joe Burrow. Yeah, Joe Burrow's at you. He I mean, just needs an offensive line because he's running around for his fucking life. Yeah, so he needs an offensive line and he needs a receiver opposite T. Higgins because AJ Green, you washed up, my boy. 
AJ Green, get your ass out of Cincinnati, man. The last thing, listen, the last time I found myself talking about AJ Green doing anything on the football field, he was choking Jalen Ramsey and beating the shit out of Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> Dude, that's the last. That's, it, the last time anybody talked about AJ Green doing anything, it was for beating up Jalen Ramsey in a football game. Yeah. Well, nothing he did in the game. Exactly. His last, shout his out, last shout out to AJ Green. Was probably like 2015, 2016. Shout out to AJ Green, man. Stop choking people. <laughs> and, be, and beating up people for saying you was. You can't beat a man up if you're telling you the truth. Yeah, it's facts. But that's it for Don V Fridays, man. Solid episode. Great episode. Especially off the fact, look, we re-recorded this on my fucking birthday. After I worked a 10-hour day. That, that's how much I fuck. That's how much we fucks with the community, man. We do this shit for y'all, man. Hell yeah. I hope y'all like this episode and the intro too. I've been working on that. So, man, big things coming. It's about to be a good year. It's going to be a great year for Don V Fridays. We coming at next. We we up next. And uh, that's it. Thank you. Good shit. I don't even have a, a, a sign off. But uh, until next time, God bless.